Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. How about you guys just stop body shaming me? How about that? Jonas Knox in for the herd. Colin Coward here on Fox Sports Radio. You know you can always find this show on the iHeartRadio app as well. And wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Black Friday, we appreciate it. We will be taking you all the way up until 3 p.m. Eastern time, noon Pacific time here on FSR. And I was realizing that little conversation we were having during the break. That's all right. Listen, for anybody wondering, you know, we were talking uh, fitness during the break with uh, Robert Gere and Alex Tyshirt, and uh, some questionable comments came up uh, by those two guys. Definitely not me. That's, that's for sure. I wouldn't say anything like that. But I was looking around the landscape, and I'm thinking, all right, who's got the most pressure on them? And, and we'll just go ahead. We'll we'll put college football, and we'll put the NFL all in one category, okay? Because this is a great weekend in college football. By the way, we are efforting the great Brady Quinn, who may be joining us here on the show. We are we are working out the logistics, you know. We are clock guys here on this show. We care about the clock. All right. And we refuse to let podcasters try and impact our formatics game here at Fox Sports Radio. All right. So we care about the clock here on this show. So we are efforting to get Brady Quinn on live from Ann Arbor. Obviously, they've got the call. Uh, the big noon boys are going to be there for the Ohio State Michigan or the Ohio State Michigan game coming up tomorrow. And I was thinking, if you were to just go through the NFL and in college football, who's got the most pressure on them? Like, if you were just to say, all right, which coach has the most pressure on them anywhere on the planet coming up this weekend in the NFL or in college? It's 
not even close. It's not even like there's there's no even consideration of anybody other than Ryan Day. Nobody's even in the the same realm or stratosphere as Ryan Day. It's all on the line for Ryan Day and Ohio State. Because if you go out tomorrow, after all of this sign-stealing stuff has come out, after all of these, so that's why Michigan's good, and that's why Michigan had... If you go out tomorrow and you lose... Again, to Michigan and Jim and and a Jim Harbaugh less Wolverine team. All of a sudden, you start to go down the path of like John Cooper, to where John Cooper was a great college coach, but the knock on John Cooper was, yeah, but he you know can't beat Michigan. You know he struggles against Michigan. That's like you know kind of a problem. You know, like, we, we need somebody that's going to win these games. Like, Jim Tressel, I mean, Jim Tressel, you know, took care of business. John Cooper was won 111 games during his time at Ohio State, but he struggled against Michigan, and that's what he's known for. Like, if you're Ryan Day and you're the Ohio State Buckeyes, all the excuses are gone. It's over. Like, like no more. You can't, like, like that's a wrap. Like you like there's been the campaign by everybody to want to call Michigan fraudulent and say, well, you know, they were stealing signs and Michigan was out there. They they were they were stealing signs and that's why they had the advantage and that's why they were so good. The fact of the matter is Ohio State hasn't beat them in years. They didn't play during COVID. They lost to him in twenty one, lost to him in twenty two. Last year was an embarrassment. If you go out after all this stuff comes out and you lose to Michigan again, I don't want to hear, yeah, but it was on the road. It was at the big house. No, 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 no. McCarthy's a little banged up. Michigan's looked flawed the past couple of weeks. They didn't look all that hot against Maryland. Offensively, you know, defensively they've been great, but offensively it's been a struggle. It is all on the line for Ryan Day and Ohio State. Because... Ohio State reportedly, listen, these are rumors. All right, I'm not trying to, I don't want to stir the pot. All right, I love Columbus, Ohio. All right, stayed at the Graduate Hotel out there. Place is great. The Homage Bar, place, great spot. But there was some speculation that maybe Ohio State might have been behind, you know, some people finding out about, you know, what Michigan had going on. There's just some speculation that maybe uh, there was some, that that's how this stuff got uncovered. And I'm not saying that Michigan wasn't doing it. I think it's pretty obvious Michigan was doing it. You know, I think the first indicator and the first giveaway that Michigan was guilty of something is the fact that Connor Stallions immediately deleted all of his social media. It's like, okay, dude. All right. Uh, what do you... <laughs> it's like, you know, like you get you get pulled over by a cop and you immediately get out of the car and start running. I don't know. But do you think that looks guilty? Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, you know, like, uh, I got nothing to hide. Okay, then, could you, sir, can you come back? I didn't do it. Okay, why, you get, just got to come back, let's talk. The guy just deleted everything, which should have been the indicator. Okay, yeah, and they tried to say that, well, you know, it was probably somebody that was rogue, that went rogue. It's like, okay, well, 
Then an assistant coach got fired, and then, you know, destroying evidence on a laptop. And I don't know about you, but anytime you start destroying evidence on a laptop, it probably means you're guilty of something. So I'm not saying that Michigan wasn't guilty and that they didn't do it. And there's probably going to be punishment that comes by way of Jim Harbaugh and the program. And we talked about it on the Herdline News with Robert Guerra that, listen, NFL teams, they, they don't really care about this stuff. If Jim Harbaugh is available and they want to hire him, they're going to hire him. They don't care. Like, he, he, like this is probably Harbaugh coaching his final games in Ann Arbor. He's probably gone after this season. I think everybody's kind of aware of that and understands that that's where we're at when it comes to all this. But, like, you're watching this whole thing go down, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, yeah, they'll they'll take the three-game punishment from the Big Ten. He'll miss these three games. But, like, you know, people can sit there and say, well, they're doing it without Jim Harbaugh. So, I mean, how much, how impactful is it? Man, I'm not looking at it from the Jim Harbaugh stance. I'm looking at it from the Ryan Day stance. They have to win this game. Like, Ohio State has to win this game. And for people that aren't from... Ann Arbor or Columbus, or you haven't talked to people who are from Ann Arbor and Columbus, it's the reason why it's the best rivalry in sports. Like, you can argue Lakers-Celtics, you can argue Yankees-Red Sox, you can argue, like, whatever professional college rivalry, whatever you want. And it's rivalry weekend all around the sport. Michigan-Ohio State is the best, and it ain't close. Like, I remember having a conversation with some people and being like, hey, so would you rather, like if you're an Ohio State fan, and if you're listening to this right now and you're an Ohio State fan, would you rather lose the national championship but beat Michigan that year or lose to Michigan but win the national championship? And they had to think about it. Like they really had to think about it. Because they just didn't want to deal with the fact that you got to hear from those blowhards for an entire year because you lost the previous season. Like it was a like they had to think, and and I would say majority of you would probably say I'd rather beat Michigan and lose in the national championship because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to have to deal with them. And if you're a Michigan fan, same goes for you. You'd rather beat Ohio State but lose in the Natty than vice versa. And so if you're Ryan Day and you've been potentially have been one of the, I don't want to say whistleblowers, but one of the people that's been calling into question the legitimacy of Michigan's wins has been telling everybody like, okay, like uh, this is not on the up and up. They've got a science stealer. They're going to games. They've got a, you know, they've got uh, somebody who's, you know, providing uh, financial backing for all of this. They've got a booster who's involved. They got like, if you're one of the people that may or may not have been the whistleblower here, again, I'm not making accusations, just simply pointing out that there, that was one of the stories, right? I'm just pointing out one of the stories out there. But if you're if you're one of these teams like Ohio State who did it, you better come correct when the time calls. And beat this team if you don't think the past couple of years have been on the up and up. And if Ryan Day and Ohio State, and they're the underdog in this game, but again, it's a flawed Michigan team. They don't have their head coach. They're dealing with some injuries. They've not looked great the past couple of weeks, or you know, especially last week against Maryland. You have to win this game. 
And I think everybody there knows it. Urban Meyer said it when they were closing up last week on Big Noon Kickoff post game, Michigan and Maryland. He said it and it was awesome. He said, routinely, after the game before the Michigan game, I always tell my guys, no pads in practice this week. Because the next thing you hit, I want it to be maize and blue. That's how important this game is. And this is probably, in my estimation, the biggest game of Ryan's day, Ryan Day's career at Ohio State. I don't think it gets any bigger than this. Because if they go out and they beat Michigan, A, you beat your arch rival, you beat Michigan. But you also have a, C, when we're doing it on the up and up, I can beat this team. He wasn't there. Connor Stallion's great name. He wasn't there. We finally had some fair play here. We finally had an opportunity to play these guys. 11 on 11, both sides of the field. No cheating, no scandal, nothing. And this is what the result is. This explains why we've struggled against them the past couple of years. But if you don't, and you go out, and God forbid, Michigan blows their doors off like they did last year and runs away with that game late, Ryan Day's going to have to wear that. All the excuses are gone. All the cop-outs are gone. And it's going to be another year where you're going to have to hear that you are inferior to your arch rival. And it ain't because of sign stealing. It ain't because of some advantage. It ain't because of an assistant coach or somebody filming from the press box or the stands or buying tickets or a booster. Like, none of that stuff. It's all on the line for Ryan Day here this weekend. Absolutely the biggest game of his coaching career at Ohio State. And nobody around the NFL or college football has got more pressure on him to win than Ryan Day does this weekend. Jonas Knox in for Colin. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And again, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up next here, there is a player in the NFL that is trying to do something. But he's not doing it for the reason that you think he is. And I've got the proof. That's next. All right. I got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, sign up. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. Download the app. A lot of fun. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Jake Browning is good enough to run the offense. I'll take the Bengals at home plus one over the Steelers. Offense for Pittsburgh can't move the chains. I'll take the Colts. Offensive coach off a bye. Gardner Minshew minus two and a half hosting the Bucks. I think the Colts are a scrappy team and off a bye they'll win. And the Cardinals plus one at home to beat the Rams. Rams were severely outplayed by Seattle, but pulled it out late because Seattle went to a backup quarterback. I'll take the Bengals, Colts, and Cards. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details.
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Jonas Knox in for Colin Coward. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. So we are, uh, as I mentioned, this efforting to catch up with the great Brady Quinn. Working through the... uh, the details on this. And it could happen here in the next couple of minutes. It could happen later on this hour. But at some point this hour, we are going to catch up with Brady Quinn, who is live in Ann Arbor, getting ready for the game. And if anybody would know about the rivalry between Ohio State and Michigan, it's Brady Quinn. He grew up in Dublin, Ohio, which is just outside of Columbus, like a neighboring city, a sister city, if you will, to Columbus, Ohio. So uh, hopefully we'll be catching up with uh, BQ here coming up uh, shortly here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, This is... I mean, should be no surprise, but I'm actually surprised just sort of the thinking that goes into this from some people. So Jay Glazer reported yesterday on the NFL on Fox that Aaron Rodgers, he plans on coming back this year. And he plans on coming, even if he's not at full mobility, he wants to prove that he can come back and be the first quarterback to come back and play in a game the same year that he tore his Achilles. 
Like, that's like a goal of his. And the initial thinking of this with Aaron Rodgers and with the New York Jets and the initial thinking with just sort of where he's at when it comes to all this stuff is that, well, what if what if the Jets are out of the playoff hunt? I mean, is Aaron Rodgers still going to be interested in coming back? And you hear those conversations and you hear people kind of break it down and you go, dude, you, are you not paying attention to who the guy is? Like, if you're not paying attention to who Aaron Rodgers is, he's been trying to tell you exactly what he is and exactly what his goals are the past couple of years. And you could take it all the way back to 2020, and we all know what was happening in 2020. But when it comes to the Rodgers situation, I think this is more than just coming back to pursue his playing career for a playoff team. This is about him trying to prove people wrong. And that's exactly what I think is probably going to happen here when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. Out of the playoffs or not, Rodgers will be back at some point this season if he can be back because I think he wants to prove he can do something that nobody else can do, as stated by Jay Glazer on the NFL on Fox yesterday. Uh, It is Jonas Knox in for Colin. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, we are going to catch up with uh, one Brady Quinn. And if you watch Big Noon Kickoff, you know that there's a clear star of Big Noon Kickoff. And the clear star of Big Noon Kickoff is one Brady Quinn. And we are going to get Brady Quinn here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. And in talking to Brady earlier this week on Fox Sports Radio, because we do the show together, two pros and a cup of joe with myself, Brady Quinn and LeVar Arrington, they were just hoping for some better weather. When they were in Ann Arbor a couple of years ago, there was a snow situation. He was wearing long johns. His hands were freezing, so they had to isotoner it up and try and make sure they could, uh, could deal with the heat or, or deal with the, the cold weather a little bit better. As detailed on our show, Matt Leinard has struggled through the heat at one point early in the season. Might have been in Austin, Texas or Norman, Oklahoma, wherever they were at. Uh, Matt Leinard was, uh, was struggling to go ahead and keep the perspiration off his shirts. So the job those guys do and having Urban Meyer there on site is going to be a fun one because the crowd is a, bit, a little bit lively. And if you paid any attention to the signage behind those guys while they're doing it, when Jim Harbaugh was not there at State College... They were having a lot of fun with it. And then there was a Matt Canada, Fire Matt Canada sign that popped up in the background. So even Matt Canada caught a stray from a Penn State fan that they were getting ready for the big game between Penn State and Michigan. But nonetheless, those guys do a great job. And Brady Quinn is ready to do an even better job with us here on Fox Sports Radio. My man. What's up, babe? Hey, Jonas. Uh, first off, thanks for having me on. I uh, hope you uh, had a wonderful Thanksgiving with you and your family and all those out there listening as well. Yeah, listen, I, I, I love that we're trying to pretend like that's the way we talk to each other. All right, let's slap it up a little bit here, okay? Let, let's be a couple yeah. of slappies. Let's get right to the point that I'm here in cold-ass Ann Arbor, Michigan, getting ready for the game tomorrow <laughs> while you're sitting in the comfy, warm studio like you would probably kicking your legs up and join yourself. Huh? Da- damn right, and I'm wearing a sweater inside this because uh, listen, it's a little t- a little chilly in this studio here. It's like 68, all right. And uh, yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah. you wouldn't survive out here in the Midwest. Okay? Yeah, you may you may have some roots that go back there. But those roots died a long time ago. Okay, you right. not survive out these conditions. All right, so so paint the picture for me. How bad is it? It's actually not that bad. It's actually a beautiful sunny day here in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, the wind has not picked up much. 
It probably will for tomorrow, though. The temperature is going to continue to drop, and the wind should pick up, too. And it is a stadium that swirls a bit, which could play a factor in the passing game as well as the kicking game. But again, we'll... I'll try to give uh, give everyone a better update tomorrow on Fox before the game starts. So I was making this point uh, a few minutes ago that this is the biggest game in Ryan Day's coaching career at Ohio State. Would you agree? I, I think that's fair to say, and and it's a bit odd. I mean, the guy's literally lost two Big Ten games over the course of his <laughs> tenure, and people tend to forget. You know, they beat, they pounded Michigan in 2019. They didn't play due to COVID in 2020, and had they played, I think Ohio State would have easily won that game. And so 2-2 two and two sounds a lot different than 1-2, and two, and, and that's part of the thing, too. I think when you look at this, this Ohio State fan base, I think they're, they're frustrated because it's, it's been three years. I mean, this, this would be the fourth year since you could say they had beaten Michigan, and I think that's played a, a factor into all of this, too. So, you know, looking right now at his tenure, he's been incredibly successful. But as we all know, we talk about big robbery games and maybe the biggest in all of college football, uh, football one of the best in sports. It's not good enough if you can't win them, win them enough. I grew up in Columbus for the John Cooper era, so I can tell you firsthand how that went when he went 2-10-1 against them. And I remember being a recruit for Jim Tressel when he got there to the Schottenstein's Arena for a big recruiting visit. And that was the first thing he promised to the fan base, that Buckeye Nation would be proud. Come that Ohio State-Michigan game, uh, his first year coaching in it, and he did. He had a great record, and obviously Urban Meyer did as well. John Cooper won 111 games at Ohio State. And it's it's crazy that no, it's just the Michigan record. That's all we care about. <laughs> it's kind I mean, of the, the bowl record didn't help. He was three and eight in bowl games as well. But no, I mean that that really is what set it off. I mean, you had all these first round talented players. You had Heisman Trophy winner, a guy like Eddie George. Uh, I'd 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 be willing to say Orlando Pace might be the best Buckeye ever uh, when you look at really how dominant he was and the fact that an offensive lineman finished as a finalist for the Heisman. I mean, think about that for a second. How absurd is that to think about? That's how good of a tackle he was at Ohio State, and yet two ten and one over the course of his tenure there. So you can, you know, when you grow up there, you kind of understand it a bit more because I think Ohio State and Michigan, for a lot of people who grow up in those two states and root for those two teams, it represents a part of who you are and, and how you conduct yourself and kind of a way of life. And so that's what's really on the line every single year, and it's why it makes it such a big, big robbery and big matchup. You know what I like about Orlando Pace? He's not like some... And listen, God bless some guys like Alan Fanica and Joe Thomas. They're like, no, man, I'm going to lean out, and, and I'm going to get... I'm just, I, I want to look a little bit smaller, my, my post-NFL uh, my post NFL career. Man, Orlando Pace is a monster. And just said, no, this is me. Like, I, I'm, I'm maybe the greatest ever. And he, I think he was next to LeVar Arrington on the, at, at the Penn State-Ohio State game. I think they were doing a little something on Fox. Guy's a monster. Yeah. I mean, God made him just different than everyone else, right? Like, when he came out of the womb, he was born to play tackle. Uh, he'd be a Hall of Fame player and obviously at every single level. So uh, he was just built different. That's the only way you can put that. Um, is this the most – Brady Quinn joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox in for Colin. This is the Herd here on FSR. Is this is this the most flawed Michigan's been all season long going into a game? I don't know that I'd characterize it as flawed. I think they're really banged up. You know, J.J. McCarthy's been battling an ankle injury. He heard it, you know, running in Happy Valley on a second down run in the first half, and he became immobile, and uh, they had a hard time protecting him. And then on top of that, the left tackle, Ladarius Henderson, he was out last week versus Maryland. The backup, Miles Hinton, came in. He got hurt. And then Roman Wilson, their top receiver, left uh, in the first quarter. So they've got a lot of injuries, a lot of guys who are banged up. 
the Rossuits over the past couple of weeks hasn't quite looked the same. It lacks some of the creativity you typically see. It's one of two things. Either either Sharon Moore taking over as the head coach is also their play caller. Either so much is on his plate at this point that maybe he's a bit overwhelmed. Maybe it's playing an impact on his play calling. Or they're just hiding stuff You know, for this big game versus Ohio State, knowing this is a much different team at Ohio State than they faced in years past as far as how it's built and how they're winning football games right now. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, uh, and and I'm you know there's going to be massive numbers, massive ratings. You guys are doing the three hour edition, right? You guys are going three That's hours right. strong. That's right, nine a.m. Eastern or six a.m. Pacific time for those of you on the West Coast. And now a little behind the scenes here, is there going to be like any sort of a heat lamp? Like, is there going to be because uh, when we're doing the show, uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Lavar Arrington, he has a real issue with cold weather. He doesn't like it, even though he grew up in Pittsburgh and grew up in Pennsylvania. He does not like cold weather, so he. He's got like a space heater inside the studio, and this is inside a radio studio. I mean, are they going to like you know, splurge a little bit? There's probably some Black Friday deals on a space heater or something you guys could get under the booth. Or are you just going to roughneck it out there and just deal with the elements? Yeah, I mean, I, I was born and raised in this, so I'm just going to deal with the elements. I'm not even sure I'm going to wear socks at this point. you know. So I, I think that's what you got to do when you're in this sort of environment. If you really want to you know, become a great, great analyst, you've got to kind of put yourself in the position of the coaches and players out there. Right. And so I think wearing as, as few clothing as possible is, is part of that, you know, so you get a real feel for what those guys are dealing with. And now who, do you, who would you, if you had to stack them, you got to rank, who's going to look the most uncomfortable in the cold weather if, if we're taking you out of it because you're, deal, you, you're used to this. We got Rob Stone, we got Mark Ingram. Rob Stone by far. Okay. I mean, it's not even close. Um, Rob Stone by far, probably liner next. I mean, born, born and raised California boy. He's next, and then and I would say probably it, it's tough because you know Mark Mark Ingram grew up in Michigan. He's used to this. Uh, Coach Meyer, obviously, is from Ohio. He's used to this. Um, I think the only difference is like I tend, I tend to feel like older men, older generations are a little tougher about that sort of thing. So, so maybe Mark would be next, and then and then Coach. Coach probably would be last. He might wear some gloves or something, but that's about it. You know? oh, yeah. Um, now, I want to transition over, if we can, to the NFL, because I, I know you were watching yesterday. And I just I watched the 49ers and Brock Purdy, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get that people were looking at him like, hey, they lost three straight. But I just I hear the, the people that were jumping for joy when Brock Purdy struggled for a little bit for the first time in his NFL career. Like, oh, yeah, he's a product of the system, and he's this, this, and this. It's like I'm watching him last night, and I'm like, that was a short week on the road in a tough place to play, and he was fantastic. Like, I, I look at him and I go, why can't people just acknowledge, hey, we might have been wrong about him. The Niners are wrong about him. That's why they let him sit there for seven rounds. Like, well, I don't understand why, why people can't look at the Niners and look at Brock Purdy and just say, system quarterback, whatever terminology you want to use, that guy's good, and that's a good football team. Because I think they look at the, this 49ers team as arguably the most you know, talented roster in the NFL. And I think they want to see him do something where he has to carry them, where it's not Christian McCaffrey early and, you know, running through gaping holes that, you know, Trent Williams or George Kittle, the rest of their line provides, or some of the different, you know, gadget plays. I mean, it does, you know, when you watch it, you do feel like there's guys running wide open, right? Like Brandon Ayuk across the middle, Debo Samuel across. I mean, guys just running wide open left and right. So I think there's an element of just like, yeah, We've seen this version of the 49ers. We want to see Brock Purdy be able to do it when they need him to most in the playoffs. He's just got to carry them the whole game. And and that's something that maybe he hasn't had to do, in part because of the luxury of, of weapons that he's got around him and the play caller and Kyle Shanahan. But I, I usually feel like that's that's the one thing that kind of stands out. 
is that we really haven't seen that over a consistent period of time because they've just been so good and so dominant as a team as a whole. I mean, I didn't even mention their defense, uh, and their defense has played a big role in that too, where he hasn't had to win in a shootout necessarily. So I think that's probably the, the reservation that people have. It's not one for me. I mean, I, I think when every time people bring up assistant quarterback, I laugh because it's like, yeah, it's probably a damn good system. He's a big reason why. Uh, Bra- they might be talented around him, but he's, he's a big reason why they're so good and they're able to distribute the football the way they do. Uh, so, Brady Quinn, uh, the news that came out earlier, Jack Del Rio's been fired by the Washington Commanders as their defensive coordinator, uh, and I was speculating that maybe Ron Rivera just told him, like, hey, dude, uh, we're all out of here at the end of the year. Why don't you go enjoy the holidays with your family? Like, you know, like get an early start on this whole thing. Like, you well, think- I, I think as we've talked about on our show, you always feel like when coaches start making changes on the staff, the guys that they're close with and have history with or, or they, they're friendly with and they, and they know and respect, oftentimes it's, it's kind of that on top of the fact that they're feeling the pressure themselves and they've got to make a move. And you, I'm sure Jack Del Rio understands the way things have gone. And, and as you kind of pointed out, he may be doing him a favor. You know, he may just get a jump start on that next opportunity he gets to coach somewhere else, depending on how the rest of the season goes for Washington. Uh, did you find it as funny as I did before we let you go that – you know, there were so many people for years that wanted the Lions off Thanksgiving, and it was like, well, this year is going to be different. Now, this is a, a different Lions team. I know we've lost six straight years on Thanksgiving, but we are a tradition, and we're going to show you why we're a tradition. And then they go out and just get pistol whipped by the Green Bay Packers for three hours. Uh, did you find that as funny as I did? Because Jordan Love um, completely I mean, outplayed I, Jared Goff. I, I would put it this way. I mean, I'm not sure what was worse, the uh, the Lions' performance or, or Jack Harlow. I, I would have much rather seen. Uh, I think we had Creed play. Uh, uh, at one point, got stabbed with that guy who was floating it. Can you take me high? I would have loved to see uh, Scott Stapp come back out and maybe play in Detroit this time instead of Dallas. Although, I mean, Dolly Parton was amazing, but yeah, she I think was. we need to get Creed back out there. Yes, she was. Oh, come on, Brady. Yeah, I got yeah, This is like Scott Stapps got a little Brady Quinn in him, you know. Like oh, he's, he does, it's so good. And I'm just was, trying to get it in. And I'm telling you, for a guy who is close to Brett Michaels from Poison, you know, the fact that you're entering outside the realm of '80s hair metal and embracing your inner creed, I think that says a lot about you, Brady. I got. I swear to God. Let's go there. Come on. This is so good, man. Oh, come on. Yeah, get to, we got to get to the course. It's too powerful. Come on, oh, Brady. Here it comes. Here it comes. Come on, Jonas. Come on. Come on, Jonas. You got to do it with buddy. me. This is your background. Yeah. Here it is. Uh-huh. Huh? Can you take me high? Yeah. How about that? Come on, Jonas. So good. <laughs> the people in Ann Arbor just got blessed with an on-site performance of Scott Stapp and Creed from the great Brady Quinn there. Uh, just a job well done. Uh, he is uh, my good buddy. He's Brady Quinn. You can listen to him uh, on Fox Sports Radio with myself and LeVar Arrington on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 3 to 6 Pacific. And you can see him tomorrow, a three-hour lead-up into the game between Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, Brady, we appreciate it. Go get warm, and we'll be watching tomorrow, man. Yep, thanks for having me on. Enjoy the game tomorrow. There he is, uh, the great Brady Quinn. A lot of, uh, that's my longest tenured uh, radio partner. Him and I have been working together. We started doing Sunday nights back in 2016, maybe 2015. 
Yeah, we've been a long ass time. So uh, we've been doing, uh, we've been slapping it up, you know, a couple of slappies on the air for years and years. So how about that? Impromptu uh, Creed performance from Brady Quinn there live from Ann Arbor. It is Jonas Knox in for Colin Coward. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And we are going to, in about, we'll call it 12 minutes from now, we are going to uh, to finish the discussion about the motive of a future Hall of Famer in the NFL. We'll get into that again coming up 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. But right now, we turn it over to Robert Guerra with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. How about that, Bobby G? You didn't think I was going to get decent guests here? Come I didn't. On, man. I really didn't. I thought that your producing days were behind you. Now yeah. you're just a big-time talent. Right. I really, I really, uh, by the way, I really nailed down the time on that uh, mid mid take uh, <laughs> is when we hear from Brady Quinn. Uh, I'll own that. Kind of screwed that up. Got the uh, got the times mixed up there, but it was good to hear from Brady Quinn and a little uh, little Creed performance there in Ann Arbor. I love Creed. I wonder how many people were walking by him, going, "Why is he doing that right now? Like, why is he? Like, <laughs> like, why is he? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, why is this giant man just singing Creed to himself on the phone? And yeah, he's walking around. Yeah. By the way, we were talking about Orlando Pace being a monster. Brady Quinn is huge. He's a giant. If you've ever met him in person. He's uh, all of six four. He's like two forty, just stacked and jacked. Strong jaw, good yeah. teeth, good hair. Yep. Just the male perfection. Yeah, right. he is. Here we go. Story number one, Jay, uh, Jonas. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Dios mio, puffy. I don't know if you know. I'm sure you do because you probably touched on it earlier in hour one. I wasn't paying attention too much. But uh, Deron Bland is now the NFL record holder for most pick sixes in a season. And because of that, his defensive player of the year odds have skyrocketed in the last 24 hours. Yesterday, he was all the way at 60 to 1. This morning on Black Friday, he's currently fourth at plus 1,500 behind Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, and TJ Watt. Okay, so I, I would say he really, I mean, if, if we're going to be like honest about impact, he probably should be the defensive player of the year. Like, I mean, sacks are important, and those guys all have fantastic year. Miles Garrett is unbelievable. Um, and I've heard Chris Broussard, who you know well, uh, Robert Guerra, who's, who's campaigned for, you know, listen, Miles Garrett should get some MVP considerations, like in the league. Like, they're down a quarterback. Uh, they've, they've had to really do it on defense, and Miles Garrett's been maybe the best in the NFL on it. But if you're talking about impact and history, it's the same thing when people make the case for a guy like Devin Hester to be a Hall of Famer. They go, nah, he's just a returner. Yeah, but he was better than anybody in the history of the league at that thing that has a major impact on a game. Like, he won a lot of games for the Bears who struggled on offense. He returned the opening kick of the Super Bowl. Like, so, like, that's where you make the case. And if I'm making the case for Deron Bland, like, impact and impact plays, I don't know how you go anywhere else. It's a good answer, Jonas. Yeah, you like that? And I got that at 60 to 1 yesterday before the odds shifted this morning. So, could be making some money later this Now, season. can I give you my impersonation of how Rob Parker would would react to Deron Bland? Yes. I'm not buying it. <laughs> it's it's the facote. The fakest stat of all time. It's Fugazi. You are going to have to feel the wrath. Speaking of Rob Parker. Odd couple side piece. You are. You are the odd couple side piece, Jonas. Well, speaking of Rob Parker, Rob Parker famously in the offseason said that these New York Jets in 2023 were going to be the 2023 New York Mets of the NFL. All the hype, no substance, and so far he's actually been proven right because, as you touched on earlier, 
Alan Lazard, their big free agent acquisition, is a healthy scratch today after signing a $44 million contract in the offseason. 20 catches for 290, one touchdown this year. Just a quick background, Jonas. Everybody that they've brought in to appease Aaron Rodgers has been an absolute dumpster fire. Randall Cobb has been a healthy scratch for three weeks now going into week 12. Nathaniel Hackett, as we know, cannot coach offense. And Dalvin Cook requested to be traded at the deadline because he wouldn't get any playing time. Colin Coward has said that the reason the Jets have been so bad is because they've been trying to make up for this Zach Wilson debacle by doubling and tripling down on the Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah, Is this starting to backfire on him? All right, can you give me the names of those uh, those people that, that you just rattled off? So Randall Cobb, what were the other names? You Alan Lazard, Nathaniel Hackett, right. Dalvin Cook. So I can make an excuse for all of them. All right, so if you're a Jets fan, I'm going to give you a little something that you can do. This is a fun little exercise for the holidays. Um, this is this is called how you get out of an issue. All right, so just give me one, each name one at a time, and I'll tell you. Randall Cobb. I listened. Uh, he's uh, you know got some personal stuff going on. No, nothing to see here. No big deal. Okay, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I I blame Sean Payton. I mean, those were harsh words, and uh, you know maybe he's uh, you know he's still a little bit sensitive to that, and he's he struggled through it. If anything, I think that's an indictment of Sean Payton being mean, and that's exactly why uh, Nathaniel Hackett has struggled to call plays. He bullied him to be a bad coach. All right, Dalvin Cook. He misses Minnesota. You know, like I know a lot of people are thinking, yeah, but it, you know, he probably lives in Manhattan and it's New York and it's great during the holidays. Look, he he he's very fond of a juicy Lucy or two. Uh, you know, he loves uh, you know the Twin Cities. Um, there's like a you know a Target every ten feet, and uh, and he just he misses that Midwest lifestyle, and that's really what has set him back. It's got nothing to do with the fact that the Jets stink. And last but not least, Alan Lazard. He wants to make sure when Rodgers does come back that they're getting their money's worth, okay? And to me, that that says a lot about a guy who wants to keep things in mint condition. And so I'm going to go ahead and respect that process and respect uh, his path that he's taking to make sure that he's 100% when Rodgers does return. And I'm just not going to sit here and pile on like the rest of you negative people. I refuse to do it. And that's how, you, that's how it's done. Just like that. You find a way out, Okay. It's like the song Mr. Brightside that they play at Michigan games. All right, you just got to be the Mr. Brightside on some stuff. That's all you do. You find your way out. You going to sing that one too? Probably not. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll lose my breath if I try to. Come no, on. That's not, uh, not my go-to. Uh, that was Robert Guerra with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Uh, it is Jonas Knox in for Colin Coward. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up, uh, we've got some motivation. Everybody's got motivation in life, but specifically in the NFL. We got real motivation in the National Football League, and I'll tell you who it involves. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. 
They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Jonas Knox in for Colin. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. There are a couple of things that the NFL does do. We have talked about all the great things the NFL does, but there's a couple of things they do that I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't know why they keep continuing with it. We will get into that for you and have some fun coming up here in a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. So as we were talking about a short time ago, uh, the New York Jets have made some announcements. Uh, there are going to be uh, some players inactive for the Jets coming up uh, later on in this Black Friday game against the Miami Dolphins, uh, in which uh, the Jets will be at home, uh, but they are a significant underdog, and for a reason. And uh, the Jets, uh, Zach Wilson's inactive, Alan Lazard is inactive, no big deal. Like I said, no, not a problem at all. Aaron Rodgers, the news that came out on NFL on Fox yesterday, according to Jay Glazer, 
the Jets being in playoff contention isn't even a thought to Rodgers whether or not he's going to return this year. He is dead set on returning. And as I was making mention of earlier before we were so rudely interrupted by Brady Quinn, because he just had to get on the air and sing Creed uh, live from Ann Arbor. True story. But I think Rodgers, th- this is all a look. What happened in 2020 with the whole COVID stuff and immunization and all that, like that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And look, you, you want to argue COVID and, and go have that conversation with somebody else. Anybody who was listening to me on the air back then, like I wasn't even trying to listen. Like we, we're in the middle of a pandemic, okay? People just want something. They want to have a good time, right? Do you think Tiger King would have been as big a hit any other time period than during COVID? I mean, we're talking about drug addicts and wild animals, now, that feels like a family reunion for me, okay? I'll just be honest with you. If you were just to give those two details, be like, oh, it's a Knox family reunion. See you guys at 12. But that, that was a, people were looking for anything at that point. And so when I was doing radio in the middle of COVID, it was like, dude, let, let's, have, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Let, the Dak Prescott contract carried us through COVID, whether he should get paid, whether he shouldn't get paid, all that stuff. It's like, so people were very hypersensitive to the issue and still are. And so they've held on to grudges. And Rogers has tried to take the approach that I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to prove to you that I'm going to do it my way, which is why when Glazer comes out with the report and says, hey, he's planning on coming back, even if they're out of playoff contention. Well, yeah, that's who he is. I love Aaron Rodgers. I have no issue, whatever his beliefs are, whatever. Like, listen, agree to disagree is okay. But too many people are scared of that nowadays. Agree to disagree is fine. It's great. But too many people are scared of that. So if you don't agree with him, it's okay. Great player. And it would be fun to watch and see him come back and be able to perform this and pull this off the same season he tore his Achilles. Even if he's not totally 100%, if he's close enough to be able to play without re-injuring it and running a risk on that, would love to see Aaron Rodgers come back. But what's happened with the Jets is the scapegoating of Zach Wilson, which to me is a bunch of crap. Like people still want to look at Zach Wilson as the number two pick and not look at Zach Wilson as the number two pick off a COVID shortened year in college that was rushed into the starting lineup way too soon. He's a backup quarterback. He was signed to he was he was in place to be the backup to Aaron Rodgers this year. He got thrown into duty. He did play better than he than he did last year. And now he's been demoted and back to third string and now he's inactive. The piling on of Zach Wilson, people can say whatever they want about Robert Sala. He's blind. He just wants to he's too committed to Zach Wilson. No, I think Robert Sala looks at this and says, "Hey man, The guy was a backup quarterback. He was in a tough spot. We're in a tough spot. Alan Lazard is inactive, and maybe we'll get Aaron Rodgers at some point in the next several weeks. Hour three is next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.